Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today I am here with GoPro Kyo and we are discussing Cowboy Bebop the movie with the homie, the Kyo. How's it going, buddy? Hello. It's cold out here. It's very cold. Yes, yes. Just so people know, this is a backup episode we're recording in December of 2021. We don't know when we'll be releasing this, but this is just... If you're hearing this, uh, Hacha and I got really busy this month, and uh, this is a backup uh, episode for you guys. Let's get into this movie, Kyo. There's a lot to discuss, and uh, I'm very excited to discuss this because I feel like it was the, the final piece of the Bebop that we did not discuss. You know what I mean? Because you watched the entire series, we saw the live action, but we didn't really talk about the movie. This is the last piece of this uh, franchise that we really are missing on the podcast in terms of covering it. Yeah. So uh, let's maybe give uh, your initial thoughts on this movie after watching it. Uh, did you like it? Did you not like it? Um, go ahead. Um, So I'm a little mad mixed on it i think the uh i think overall it wasn't needed but it's like if you just want to see more bebop i think it's a good thing to go back to if you're fed up with like watching the series or something but mm -hmm. uh personally i feel like i could take it or leave it honestly i mean like oh wow it's, okay it's better it's be it's definitely better than the uh than the live action series which we'll talk about that a little bit later and also why we didn't decide to finish like covering those episodes and whatnot yeah no from i, I agree with you i agree with you on, on the mixed reviews i i understand why you would you would say that um although i have to say that this is a good movie in the sense that it still holds up. The character dynamic is still great. The fight scenes are still really packed. And, you know, it flows like an episode. You know what I mean? Because... And what I mean by that is that you can watch this detached from the series, I feel like. Obviously, you would know that as a character, and you would see Faye if you never watched uh, Bebop before. But I feel like it stands separate from the series. You see what I mean? I, I do feel like it, it could be watched on its own because of how episodic uh, Bebop is. I suppose so. Um, personally, I feel like it, it feels like a really long episode to me. And like mm -hmm. I, I kind of agree with some of the other reviews that I was reading earlier that uh like it feels like an, a half hour too long i think there i feel like there's a certain point where the movie drags a little bit and it needs to pick up its pace because i don't know exactly what point it exactly what point it would be because i i feel like the majority of the movie it doesn't have a point that needs to be cut out necessarily i feel like there are just some parts that need to be uh they need to be shown a little more quickly and a little less uh Foot dragging, I suppose, is uh, the term I. Would I see use. what you mean. Yeah, no, I see what you mean. I, uh, I would, I would actually say, like, there's no moments to cut out. I, I, I get that, but I feel like there's characters that were underused, and maybe that could have been reduced in the movie. Such as, like, what was the point of Jet this time around? I don't really know what he contributed this time around. Uh, honestly, for this film, did, did, did you see, like, after watching it, did you feel like he had a big impact? Do you feel like he, he could have been left out? Because I really didn't see. Yeah, and he's a very main character. You know, he's not the flagship flagship character like Spike, but he's definitely an important one in the series in general. But in this movie, I didn't feel like he really left a mark. Um, I mean, I, the majority of the time, he he really hasn't contributed to a whole lot aside from the opening scene in the convenience store. Uh, beyond yeah. that, there's I he kind of contributes to the climax a little bit, but he's not directly involved with it. So 
I think maybe they could have utilized Sp- uh, Jet a little bit more. Maybe uh, mm-hmm. maybe give his screen or give Electra's screen time to him because she was pretty pointless, actually. Oh, yeah. You felt like she was pointless. The, what is her purpose? I feel like she was a cool rival to Spike and a warm up for Vincent. You see what I mean? And and I, I also like that she wasn't like a direct ally, but she helped out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like she, it was cool to have like a neutral character in there because it, it's like, it supported the storyline a little bit. That's the only, contra- I, I I don't think she was pointless, but I don't think she, she I, I once again, she, she felt like a character that could have been, that did not have a big impact. That's how I viewed her personally. Well, like, I feel like the, the issue with Electra is like, she's just in there as like a, like supposed to be like an agent for the, the government that's like trying to cover up the whole project that uh, Vincent yeah, was a part yeah, of. Yeah. But right, I don't remember her character in the slightest. I don't. She doesn't really have a personality outside of like being or like right. she doesn't have a personality outside of just being the role that she's supposed to have in the movie. Uh, whereas, like, even though I didn't love Vincent as a villain, I feel like I knew or like I knew his purpose. I kind of got an idea of his personality. Uh, like, I get Vincent. But I feel like the both of them were not very strong characters. They're not as strong as, say, like, uh, what was her name? Uh, like the pregnant woman from the first episode, uh, first couple episodes where they're right. like going after about, the yeah. drug. Like, I-, I remember her personality. She was hopeful. She wanted to, like, get away from the, the syndicate life and just start over. But because she was Katarina. so ingrained in it that she was unable yeah. to to leave it. Because the syndicate and the government just wouldn't allow her to to leave that. And like that's how her story ends. But like with Vincent but right. like with Electra, I don't know I don't know her character. Uh her personality is virtually non existent. The the only thing that she kind of contributes is that meme that everybody reuses is the I love a woman who can kick my ass meme, but that's still Spike saying that line. <laughs> right. Um, I just want to interject. Katarina is the pregnant woman. Um, okay. For the listeners. And uh, no, I, I see what you mean, but um, going back to Vincent, I have to like this. Uh, no, not disagree. I have to agree with you. Um, I think he's cool. I think he's definitely has an evil side. The great thing with Vincent is that I felt like he had a nice rivalry with with Spike. He he lined that with with Spike well because um and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you know Spike is troubled by his memories from his past because he remembers them and he he fights that. But Vincent doesn't remember anything from his past, but it's it's still troubled by it. You know, there, there, yeah. I, I feel like it it, uh, it hurts him and he has a chip on his shoulder because of it. So when they fight i felt that clash between those two characters so when i compare vincent to spike i definitely feel like okay cool he carries that role well but outside of that just a cold angry not not well character you know what i mean so there are some parts that are well well defined but some others that are just kind of left out that's how i viewed him do you do you feel the same way um so i don't hate him i think he's well written and like the I feel like everything I needed to know about him was conveyed through the movie. And I do agree right. that I think he's a good parallel to Spike, especially in terms of they have a very similar backstory minus the syndicate right. uh, minus the syndicate stuff. Basically, they feel very similar. And I feel like Vincent would have been like if they flushed Vincent out a little bit more because I feel like his overall plan to like use the the chemicals in the marbles i don't understand exactly why 
he feels the need to do that. I feel like a character mm-hmm. like with his backstory would probably just be somebody who's like just sitting on the side of the road getting drunk and just like trying to forget his past or something. Instead they go for <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. instead they go for the the crazy military person who can't really adjust to society sort of angle. Right. That's not really explored and I feel like if they uh if they I feel like there's a little bit more to explore with Vincent's character. I think he carries the movie fine as an antagonist. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but I feel like it's a good starting point to kind of flesh things out more. I think the idea of just right. maybe exploring uh, the guy who can't quite adjust to civilian life after being through a war would have been a more interesting character instead of somebody who lost their memory and then decides I'm going to destroy this world by using this chemical that I'm immune to. Mm-hmm. That do, mm-hmm. do you see mm-hmm. like where do you see where like that just doesn't quite mesh? It, it, it's it's quite detached. But yeah. I I would actually I would I would like to ask you the the way this movie is set from my research it's towards the latter a half of the series. Like mm-hmm. if you had to place this, it's like right before the crew kind of breaks up and like Spike goes off against Vicious uh, for the final battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Vincent as a character is like the f- the. F- Final, uh, final villain before Vicious. That's the way I, mm. I view him in, in, in the Cowboy Bebop timeline. So I would like to ask you, how do you feel like Vincent sets up the end of the Cowboy Bebop series if someone were to watch the movie in between the episodes it's supposed to take place in? I feel like it would fit. And like I said, the uh, the movie feels just like a bunch of episodes pulled together. Like It feels like a two-parter mm-hmm. that okay. was... Uh, put into one movie right the issue with me i think is the pacing and i think there's a lot of time spent just kind of exploring the world a little bit but we already kind of know it we're kind of here for the the movie because we know the world and we want to see more of it we're much more interested Mm -hmm. in the characters specifically right and i feel like there's not a lot of focus on them but i do like i really do like how we explore spike from an outsider's perspective a little bit because there's the scene in the jail cell where he's talking with Electra about like how they're they're almost describing how similar him and uh vincent are and i think that's right. really interesting and right right, right. not but uh definitely. but in answer to your question i don't know i think that it feels like it does feel like a a couple episodes that take place between a certain point in the show but the way that they set Vincent up, they set Vincent up as being stronger than Spike. And that kind of gives you the idea, oh, this could be like more similar to like what Spike's uh, rival, his mirror character, or like what he could have ended up as if uh, he went down a slightly different path. But since it's not explored, I feel like there's not a lot to glean from it in the final product. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. I just feel like in general, as a villain, he's like, I think you wrote it perfectly uh, in the Google uh, document we use for this. Like, he's passable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not disappointed, but I'm not like over the moon either. Like, he's just kind of like in that. It's fine. It's cool. Not crazy. Yeah, he, you know, he he fits the role he's supposed to to be in and like he he carries the movie just fine i do have a small issue with him i didn't care for like the fact that he holds Faye hostage for a little while and then it gets a little uncomfortable between in that yeah, scene i agree i know exactly yeah i completely agree i, I get like that i get i kind of get what the point is i think the point is for us to like kind of understand that vincent is actually a little insane but it also comes off as like 
a, a just a creepy pervert perverted character totally creepy. A, a creepy really perverted character could do the exact same yeah. scene and it would come off differently but i feel yeah. like it's also a scene that's just not needed and he kind of just decides uh, oh. out of nowhere that he wants to save Faye for some reason and then they just drop right. that out of nowhere so i, th- right, I feel right. like it's really that specifically is really pointless completely agree just stepping away from vincent i just right. want to kind of go over the main crew and just get your thoughts on like their impact on the series mm-hmm so what was your thoughts on Spike throughout the... I think Spike did a really good job personally. I really was happy with how uh, his story was developed. He did the action scenes really well. Uh, we'll get into the action scenes definitely. But uh, I was really satisfied with Spike on the on this one. What about you? Like, like I said, I feel like Spike is the... He's really the star of the movie because most of the time is spent with just seeing like how how he does things and like the way he sees the world. And I also really like how at the end it kind of loops back to the beginning of the movie. So it, it's like a nice bookend on the beginning and the end. And it kind of helps him. It helps us kind of contextualize the, uh, the fact that there's that Vincent and spike are supposed to be very similar, especially with right. uh, the way the ending, he sees the butterflies and that's part of the, that, that's part of, or that's some imagery that's in the, in the movie earlier where we're discussing like, thing. Why yeah. Vincent is insane, basically because of the mm-hmm. an- anti-drug or whatever it is. But I feel, but I agree with you. I think that Spike's personality and his character arc uh, really comes through. Also, I feel like part of the point is that he doesn't really learn anything. He's not supposed to learn anything. He just goes through life, and his life ends. For those of you who have yeah. seen the show, it, he's not supposed to grow all that much. He's supposed to be. He's already at a point where he's already grown and seeing yes. him not change is kind of part of the experience of knowing Spike as a character. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about uh, Ed? How did Ed do it uh, do for you? I'm fine with Ed. I don't I don't hate Ed. I think Ed comes in and does what they're supposed to do. Right. Their whole purpose is to be the hacker and they're a very different kind of hacker. They're very eccentric, very weird, but also really young. So it's. Kind of supposed to not make sense. Okay, right on. What were your thoughts on uh, on Faye then? So I don't think uh, she developed a whole lot differently in this in the movie or in the show. That again, like I said, I feel like most of the characters are supposed to be stagnant, and we're just understanding like the way they do things and like just how they are as people and what makes them so interesting. And uh, Faye in the movie doesn't really change much. I do think that she they show like a, re- a relationship between her and Ed. It's kind of a big sister, little sister relationship. And it's, it's kind of cute. I think it's a, I, I, I just find, I just find it cute. Really. I think that's the most I can glean from that. Honestly. Okay. I see. I see. Okay. Let's step away from the characters. I want to talk about my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. The opening scene. The opening scene is okay. so bebop as to me and definitely <laughs> set up the movie to make me very happy. Hey, you with the headphones. Are you listening to me right now? Hey, hey, you, I'm going to shoot this old lady. I'm typical villain number three. You know, it's like yeah. so <laughs> it was just so well set up, you know, and I love how like Jed and Spike are bickering like you said there was this many. Why is there another one over here? Like, oh, well, the information was wrong. Well, clearly our source wasn't right. Yeah, it was just it just it was so perfect. <laughs> and I love I loved it. I love the opening scene. Just great, great opening scene. Did you love it or what were your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I, I, I find it a little funny how the show kind of rips it off in the or the uh, the live action show rips off the whole thing uh, with the with the mm-hmm. casino opening for their first episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and like how it 
doesn't come off necessarily the same way because I feel like the the whole difference is just the medium is different and it doesn't translate the same. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right, right, uh, right. Actual thoughts on the scene. It, it's very in character. It feels very much in line with Bebop, and it it really does yeah. set the tone of the movie and it helps us like contextualize the the characters' dynamic, especially between Spike and yes. uh, Jet. It's it's a really strong scene, and I especially really like the uh, the opening uh, the opening credits, like where occasionally you'll see some of the characters in there are uh, mouthing along to the to the song that's being played, and a lot of it is rotoscoped, which is like they've they've traced some movements over uh, live action footage, but it's not mm-hmm. it's not as noticeable. But it's right. a really it it's nice to kind of see rotoscoping the way that they did it as opposed to like just uh digitizing it over over live action footage. I uh, I definitely want to touch on the animation but uh before we do mm-hmm. the character dynamic was so well set up in the opening scene and one thing I have to give props for this film is that the the character dynamic is great. Yeah. The always all the way through. That they they definitely nailed. Like the the crew is bebop as as can be and uh, that's just something I, I really wanted to highlight they still know how each character acts and how each character would react to just about everything mm-hmm. so it feels like, like i said that's why it still feels like a bebop episode but also doesn't yes i think that i think i feel like the missing component component is the uh the villain needed to be fleshed out a little bit more and like we could understand them a yeah. little bit better or maybe just change the backstory of the villain a little bit i mean but yeah, it's still it's still a serviceable anime movie. It's not it's not perfect, but I think it's a good it's still a good one to like sit down if you've got like an hour and a half to kill. Yes, 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 absolutely. Let's get your thoughts into the animation and then I, I eventually want to bleed into the uh action sequences yeah, we can uh, definitely do and that. everything of, of that. So give me your general thoughts on the animation and when you feel ready, please get into the action sequences. So go ahead. Yeah, so for me personally, I think the animation is actually a step, just barely a step up from the show because it's still, I believe it's still animated by the same studio that did it. I think it's Sunrise. So they did step it up a little bit and there's actually a note in the Wikipedia, supposedly, I don't have an exact source on where it was said. They said that they wanted to basically make the film feel as if it were made in America or as if it was a live action movie. So they use certain camera angles. They they follow the characters the way a movie would would flow. So it feels more like a movie, but it also still like the show was still pretty cinematic feeling. So it did still have that that movie flair because Watanabe is obviously a fan of some American uh, some American media. And I feel like that right, definitely right. translates into the show and in the movie. But uh, as they said, he said that he wanted to make it feel like an American movie, rather make it feel like it was live action. And in that sense, there are some there's a little bit more expression. There's a little bit more dynamic movement. It feels a little stronger and it feels like if you had reshot it in live action, you could see some of these scenes looking relatively similar right and so when you talk about movement let's talk about the the, the fight scenes now yeah specifically let's th- the combat the 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 human combat and then i want to get into the spaceship battles because that was gorgeous as well but oh, yeah. uh, w- what did you think about like the the fights like like 
the punches, the kicks, like I, the camera angles were so perfect. I, I really felt like live action like to me. And I just was blown away by it. I, that's definitely another highlight that this film, like Cowboy Bebop action has always been great. Oh yeah. And the music for it is good and everything. So I loved it. I loved it. What were, what were your thoughts? So hand to hand combat scenes. I feel like they were a little bit ahead of their time. I, they, they're a little bit better than most, uh, most action films at the time when it came out. I think mm-hmm. it came out in like 2001 or something like that. But right. Yeah. Like it, it's very similar to uh, like John Wick style uh, choreography. It feels like it was choreographed in live action first and then like put to paper and the camera angles definitely support the, the way that it's choreographed. And it, it just looks absolutely. It just looks again. It looks cinematic. It feels Every character feels like there's weight to them. They feel like they're actually punching and kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I was really, really satisfied with the with the battles. And then going on to the the spaceship battles, that mm-hmm. to me was second favorite scene. Oh man, the missile shooting, the dodging, the bobbing, uh, just so great, so great. I'm. I, I loved it as well. So what did you think of that? I kind of felt like I was watching like a Star Wars scene or something. <laughs> Going back to what I said earlier about like him saying or that Watanabe saying that he wanted it to mirror a live action movie. It definitely does. Like because there are some shots that you wouldn't necessarily see in the anime. Like there's a shot that I remember right. very specifically. I think it's a shot where the uh, Spike Starfighter is making a quick uh it's slow it's like going past the camera and making a turn and the missiles are following him and then it goes Mm -hmm. into like a a shot where he shakes off the missiles and they all hit uh, a bunch of these uh, pieces of metal and it feels very much like something you'd see in like star wars or in outlaw star just like i feel like the space combat is really stepped up from the show because in the show it's a little less uh I, i think it's like a level or two down from how the movie uh, handled it, they, they really did need to have like uh, some really impressive space battles to show that they stepped up their animation and that the budget was worth it for that. Definitely, definitely. Music time, bro. Music time. Time to, <laughs> it's time all you to know, dude. thank Yoko Kono for her existence because <laughs> this movie's music, man. You can't, you can't tell me it's not epic. I'm, st- I am so happy with this because. For me, Cowboy Bebop, the series, has always had a mixture of musical genres, whether it be Western, jazz, opera, straight up rock. But what I love the most about the music is that we have these like Arabic elements, you know, that like kind of flowed in and out, like the instruments and everything. It just was so complete and well put together. I loved it. I loved the music. And uh, through my research, I even found out there is this uh, album called Cowboy Bebop Knocking on Heaven's Doors, Future Blues, released by the seatbelts it's all on spotify and uh, it's the movie soundtrack and it was great it was once again yoko kono outdid herself <laughs> what were your thoughts on the movie this music overall the music is again i think it's another step up from from the show like the show had all its original mm. music i don't know if all the songs in the movie were original or if they were taken from other uh, other artists and used in the movie. I believe they were all original. I believe they were all original. The, original uh, even the singing? Or the ones that have uh, singing in them? Yeah, I believe so. I believe okay. so, yeah. All right, well, anyway, like like I said, I feel like each, each piece of music helps to set up the tone of each scene. And on top of that, there's a special scene that I think is 
a slight Western or slight reference to uh, spaghetti Westerns in the sense that there's like during the start of the fight scene on on the tower between Spike and Vincent, there's no music for a little while. And yeah, they that's kind of letting the grit of the scene set in. And that also is something that happened in a in the start of the first like 10 minutes of a movie called Once Upon a Time in the West and they had no music all of it was just sound effects and nobody spoke for the entire like first 10 minutes and I don't know if it's a direct directly a reference to that but it has sort of the same spirit in in my opinion right 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 I I feel like this basically cl- covered all the talking points I had on the film I kind of want to talk about the the live action a little bit here before I get to the heel is there anything else you wanted to give like final thoughts wise I'm, I'm pretty content with everything personally overall it's a decent movie I don't think I would watch it that frequently uh, I don't even watch anime movies that frequently anyway but I would say if you're gonna show somebody the uh, the entirety of the Cowboy Bebop franchise, I would say probably put this movie on after after a certain episode. I don't remember. I wouldn't know exactly where to put it, but I would episode definitely. Episode 22 and 23. Yeah, there you Between go. Between episode 22 and 23 is where it's set. And also, you were right. Studio Sunrise is the who produced it. So I yep. just wanted to um, confirm that. Yeah. But yes, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's about all I would have to say about it. It's... It, it's definitely not as good as the show because the show has a lot more time and a lot more uh, to flesh out. Whereas the mo- uh, yeah. Japanese movies are notorious for not having not not having a lot of time to like suss everything out. It's kind of expected sometimes, so like they don't always get they they work with tight deadlines quite a bit in Japan. So. We did a Cowboy Bebop live action podcast. We updated the people and then we told them, you know, we're going to we're going to review this when it comes out. It came out. Obviously, reviews did not come out. And uh, we're going to get into why that is and kind of go over this. This your brief thoughts on the Cowboy Bebop live action kill. What, what were they when you when you watch the, the this live action? First episode is decent. I think the show overall is just OK. I don't think it's horrible. But I feel like uh, there's a little bit of disconnect uh, from uh, animation to live action. And I think that's just something you can't really fight against. There are some things that you kind of just have to embrace and some things you kind of have to leave behind. Uh, Yeah, okay, I see. But I will say I feel like Spike and Jet were the strongest uh, performances in the show. Um, I only saw the first couple of episodes, but once Faye joined in, I wasn't really a fan of Faye's performance. I thought Faye was trying a little too hard. I agree with you when you say it was fine. Here's the good thing. We had the Dragon Ball live action, which was horrible. Mm-hmm. And then we had the, uh, the the Death Note live action, which was better, but still pretty bad. And now we're at a level where this is fine. This is okay. This is a 6 out of 10, a 5 out of 10. I am seeing an improvement which feels like to me like the disconnect is getting smaller and smaller between live action and anime. I do feel like it's something that's conquerable, adjustable, and doable, but we're not there yet. I just think that the only anime live action so far that's done it well is Alita Battle Angel. Hotshot told me to watch it, I watched it, and I was satisfied with it. So I don't think that the disconnect is impossible, but personally, yeah, the series was fine. It was okay. And the reason why we didn't recap it was because it was just okay. I was just not like as excited as about it. I I felt more excited about the updates than the actual series. That was that. And then 
it got canceled, which was kind of like the nail in the coffin of like, let's no, we're not. No, it's, it got canceled. I think it, that speaks for itself. And it was only a couple days after the show had come out, I believe, when we heard about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like a week at tops. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about the cancellation? Uh, um, I feel I Did feel bad it? that everybody lost their jobs on that one and they have to move on to another project. I'm kind of indifferent to it. I don't think it now that I now that I saw the show and saw a direct comparison I'm okay with it. I think there was a lot of good stuff in it. I think, uh, like I said, uh, Spike and Jet were strong. The camera move or the camera work was really good. The uh, like making it look a little gritty, make the camera look a little dirty. Uh, there, there was a lot of techniques that I think can be taken from this and moved on to like a better project. But I think that there are some projects that deserve to be done in live action but uh i don't think bebop is one of them now that i've seen it it right the way, or the way that i uh, thought about it i feel like i'm watching a really expensive cosplay production <laughs> which is not really okay. it's not meant to be detrimental or sorry uh derogatory towards the show but it just doesn't feel like uh the same as bebop it has its own independent uh flavor to it but I feel like it should have just done something original using inspiration from Bebop, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or or heck, it, or heck, it could have just said, like, this is based on Bebop and we're taking it in our own direction, which they said they did. But it still seems a little too afraid to veer away. And when it does veer away, especially with, like, the first episode, the end of the first episode has a preview of Vicious. That's not a bad idea, but I feel like the way that they... Did it didn't convey strongly enough what they were going for. And quite frankly, I wasn't really afraid of vicious in this version. It it just didn't translate for me all the way. It's not like I said, like I said, when we were doing the updates, it's not going to be as good as the original. I feel like it's going to be okay at best. And it kind of (laughs) was. That's that's about the most that I have to say about it. (laughs) I I think like it's a good pickup point for the next live action series they'll make i think there, there was a one or t- i saw like a yu yu hawk show one being discussed really I think. so we'll see we'll see what happens i definitely know that there's i i have a strong feeling that there's going to be an, another live action anime i feel like this is going to continue to occur this can be used to be improved upon and with time in the 2020s these live action animes will get better and better so that's just that concludes that mm-hmm. i want to now uh wrap things up uh so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast GoPro Kill, if people want to hire you for freelance art services because you do all the art for the podcast and it's fantastic, where can people find you? So you guys can find me on Twitter at GoPro Kill. I just made a link tree page where you can find all of my stuff, including my website. My website has a a higher info tab. So if you go to the website, it should say my site or website. And it will take you to my website. Uh, I designed the whole thing myself uh, using the Wix, the Wix program online. Uh, all the assets are made by me. And uh, th- if that's not enough for you, you can also look through my gallery, see all the stuff that I've made uh, made beforehand, uh, all my digital, my physical stuff. And there's also a higher info tab if you guys want to see what my rates are. I'm not doing animation right now because I'm not confident in it right now. I'm trying to rebuild that or build up my animation portfolio and maybe eventually I'll open commission for that. But right now I'm currently open for commissions. If you guys want any 
any artwork done for your channel, t-shirts, that pretty much anything. So just you guys can Perfect. reach me on there and my email is also on there. Uh, Giant. Perfect. Yes. If you want to follow the podcast, it's at Anime Podcasters on Facebook. You can find us in your favorite podcatcher with by typing in Anime Podcasters. You can rate this podcast on ratethispodcast.com slash Anime Podcasters. Take uh, the survey in the description to let us know what your thoughts on the episode were. You can also uh, apply to be a guest if you're interested. We have a Discord server for that. Uh, all the links in the description is where you can uh, find more about the podcast. Please go give Hotshot a follow. He streams on Twitch. He hosts the podcast with me and he's fantastic. All of his information will be linked in the description. And for myself, I am at Giant music on social media youtube.com slash giant music is my channel where i post my main content and uh if you just want to find uh, me on other social media platforms just giantmusic.com uh links links to everything else by tiktok instagram tumblr discord everything is linked through giantmusic.com so go over there i'm an audio engineer you can hire me for freelance audio services over there all my information demo reels portfolio will be found there so that's it. Thank you so much, GoPro, for coming on this episode with me. I really appreciate yeah, it. Anytime. And uh, for myself, GoPro Kyo, and Hotshot, who is here in spirit, this has been another episode of... Anime Podcasters. This has been another episode of Wasting Time with us. Yes. <laughs> That's a movie <laughs> reference. Bye. Bye.